in the morning. Martinez and Mays midday. Missinelli afternoon. And Philly's best sports talk, period. This is 97.5 The Fanatic. WPEN Burlington, Philadelphia. A Beasley Media Group station. Broadcasting from the Xfinity Studios. Only from Comcast. Good Monday morning as we kick off the week here alongside Jamie Lynch, Aton Shannon. It is the Fanatic at 5. And what a week it was, really, in the NFL yesterday. Consumed probably 10 hours of football each day over the last two days. And it was perfect with the weather to coincide with it. A couple of things will pop out. I mean, you can look at it specifically within the NFC East and Giants and Cowboys losing. Skins actually look a lot better than I think people projected them to be. The bigger storylines, of course, in the conference, like who the Eagles are going to play this Sunday. The Tampa Bay Bucks. That's right. Those they, Bucks with Ryan Fitzpatrick putting up 48 points, yeah. outshooting the New Orleans Saints. That might have been the surprise of the weekend right there. Absolutely. Fitz magic was trending. I, I can't believe how... And I was rooting for him like I think everybody was. Because you don't... I was, and I took the Saints in my survivor pool. Well, so it's oh, your survivor pool? In, in oh, real I life. It. I love it. <laughs> First time in my life I think I've ever gone out week one of a survivor pool. Now, I don't know if, what makes me happier. They were a 10-point f- dog. The fact that you're out already in your survivor pool. I actually like it. I don't have to worry about it every week now. Or that there really is no argument left. It's one thing for the Philadelphia Cowboys fans to be stomped out due to a Super Bowl victory by the Philadelphia Eagles. But Dak Prescott, on what for all intents and purposes was a national game, anybody who had Fox outside of that one market that I think was carrying um, the Seahawks-Broncos game, that was actually a pretty good game. It was a good game, but everybody, yeah. like the 75% of the country was locked into the Cowboys-Panthers game. Yeah, that, that was game their sucked. game of the week. But even more so, <laughs> Dak Prescott was on full display of how mediocre of a quarterback he truly is. And there are no more excuses. That offensive line is porous. Listen, it's early. It's week one. It's Monday morning. It's time for the Monday morning week one overreaction. Monday morning quarterback. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys might win seven games this year. They might win. That yeah. one, the Giants could eke out eight. I think the Redskins, you're right, are better than both. we all thought. Alex Smith is a good player. He's always good in warm months, though. We'll see what happens when it gets cold and, and frigid down in D.C. Uh, but they have an offensive and defensive line that are legit. Chris Thompson, when healthy, we forget about, is a, is a really sneaky good player. And AP kind of looked like AP a hey. little bit yesterday, didn't he? They were able to use their running backs really well, which might take some pressure off of Alex Smith, to your point and about he, him cooling off in the winter. He's, pre- he's pretty, he's a decent player. I mean, you forget, like, the first six or seven weeks last year, he was a top three MVP candidate. So, you know, I used to always think, oh, well, Minnesota got better and the Redskins got worse because they got rid of Cousins. And, and maybe that's not the case. We'll see, but... No, um, they look legit. Arizona, on the other hand, could be that bad. Look, Sam Bradford, that's the other thing that blew my mind this weekend, that somebody still paid that guy $20 million. I can't imagine what it's like to know that your season's over before it even begins. You wake up one day, the Arizona Cardinals put out a tweet that has the depth chart, and there's Sam Bradford atop the depth chart, and you just... Your, your game and your season, everything's over. Yeah, I, I would have seriously can, considered going to Rosen. I don't know what, what they're... T- <laughs> 
I got to read you this like, tweet. Like Buffalo with Nathan Peterman. Like, yeah, go to go to Josh Allen. Like, what are you doing? Same with Bradford and Rosen out there. What, what are you waiting for? It, Let's speed made, this up. Why delay the inevitable? And there was no reason whatsoever to start Nathan Peterman. Anybody who had an eye at what is, he was uh, doing last year. Like, again, why do these coaches put themselves in difficult situations? Has there been a, a worse two games of an NFL career? Like, because that's probably it for him. He's probably done. I can't imagine you'll see him anymore as like, a starter. That's got to be the worst two games Ever at the position, right? I don't know. There have been some bad He threw debuts. five picks in a... In a, in a in what did he throw? Two yesterday? At least one, maybe two. But he was like one for nine or something. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and, and again, like, what does that say about the coaching staff? And I, I specifically I know. And remember Rod this. Taylor... Look, I mean, he he tied the Steelers yesterday. Well, he had a late forget comeback. even Taylor for just one second. Think about, think about the coaching staff that's watching Allen and Peterman every single day at camp. And watching these guys in the preseason, and they chose Peterman. Yeah. Like, if you're a fan of that team, what type of trust do you have in the coaching staff that they could not identify that Nathan Peterman wasn't the option? I know it's our guy McDermott and all, not, but... Not my coach. Hey, thank goodness. So, just just looking at that with the the Cowboys. Oh, no, pardon me. i got to read you this tweet real quick about uh, Sam Bradford. And Kent Summers covers the Arizona yeah, Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, of course. He said the T-shirts being fired into the crowd have traveled ten times as far as any Bradford <laughs> pass today. Uh, again, absurd. But the Skins get it now. The Giants, on the other hand, are an interesting storyline. That was a, an, an interesting game because Jacksonville's you know really strong in the trenches, and they they kept Saquon in check most of the day, and then and then boom, he busted one for sixty eight yards. And they were in it. I mean, they had chances. Eli missed Odell twice. He, he yep. did once the uh, the dancing happy feet throw away, so I'm not hit pass, and he overthrew him. And the other time, he just missed them. So the Giants had every chance to win that game versus a pretty good team. Um, but they came up short. And they play Dallas next weekend, Sunday Night Football. And one of those two teams is going to be 0-2. And one of those teams at 0-2 is out. Like I'll, pretty, I'll call it pretty much. You have to call it. This, I mean, the skins are too good for you to be able to just come back as a pushover. And well, we know we'll that the Eagles. Well, when I, the skins I, play somebody not named Arizona Cardinals. Well, Cardinals in, in could division. Be a tie. Yeah, in divi- I'm looking at it simply as as far as matchups in division. The skins actually, with their quarterback play and their ability to run the football, should actually match up decent with Dallas and and with the Cowboys. It's really all about just how bad Dak Prescott really is. Well, we can just we can crown Week One way too early. Uh, Dak Prescott's the worst quarterback in the division, right? Without a doubt. and I would take Eli over him if I had to win a game. Here's the thing. At this point, I don't know who I would take, honestly. because Nick Foles or Dak? Yeah. I, I don't know who I would take. I'm down on Foles, and you know that I'm down on Foles because of yeah, what he's done this year, not last year. You're a creep. Oh, yeah, last he won, year. He so, won a Super Bowl. six months ago when he was uh, transcendent and played out of his mind for two games and, and did something no quarterback's ever done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the same that people last year. who refused to acknowledge that he actually played poorly Thursday night. Well, I mean, don't hold that against Nick Foles. Why that he played poorly? Yeah, he, I'm sure he would tell you he played poorly. No, but don't I'm, let fans that are said that refuse to admit he played poorly, uh, you know, take away from what Nick Foles actually did. No, Come I'm on. not. But why should it be? Why should what he did last year factor into what he did Thursday? That's my. That's my only. They're two issue different things. That's my point. Well, is the no, no, but, see, but you're letting fans that won't admit that cloud your your judgment of Foles and your memory of Foles. Those seem to be the people that we interact yeah, with most. A vo- yeah, vocal minority. 
which is sports talk radio. Yeah. That's our jobs to to deal with the vocal minority and blow them wow. up like they're bigger than not. I think if they all had truth serum, they would admit that Nick Foles played you know not his best game on Thursday. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to it's a big week. Maybe his worst. Nah, that Raiders game last year was atrocious. It's yeah, he's, he's hovering. <laughs> he's had some bad ones before. He's hovering. Uh, but the Bucks, did, did you see the line yet for next week? I um, saw that it was one or was it two and a half? Yeah, uh, yeah. Eagles are minus three. Minus three at Tampa Bay. I thought Week One would have come into play a little bit more when forming that line, just because Tampa Bay put up forty-eight points. And well, I think um, that normally that line, like if you just looked at a, I said, a future without Week One to be played, yeah. what do you think it would be like six? Uh, last week, I guessed two and a half. Remember, we had a little debate. Oh, if really? It was, if it was so, you thought before Thursday. Yeah, before Thursday, but then I tweeted yesterday that I thought week one, I I was way off. I tweeted, like, you know, Bucks are going to be minus three or minus four because I'm figuring, you know, they just dropped 48 points on the road in New Orleans. You know, Nick Foles gets disrespected by lines makers. So right. I'm, I'm thinking week one is coming into play way more than it did. Uh, but last week, before week one, I should have just stuck to my guns. I said Eagles minus two and a half. So right. it's like right on it. So week one didn't really affect the line coming up as much as I thought it would have. Okay. I thought that now, though, see now, interesting, because clearly week one did. So looking at it in reverse order, the lines from week one have have impacted, or the scores from week one have impacted week two's line. Yeah. So at two and a half, it, it must have dropped that they probably had it at maybe like four or five. Maybe. I'm curious to see the total number of dollars gambled this weekend in the first legalized gambling weekend of uh, the NFL. Do you think it's going to be significantly more than before? Well, easier to track. Yeah, I I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know how much, because we don't know how much is gambled illegally in the past. The degenerate has been gambling for 20 years. So now there's actual actual verification of what was gambled, for the most part. Which is why something gets legalized in the first place. (laughs) So uh, I'll be curious to see the the number that that went in. At, At any point last night, let me ask you this, at any point last night, were you thinking if Aaron Rodgers doesn't yeah, come back, of it's, it's time to make the trade? I mean, it, uh, I'm not going to give him away, but no, no, make, no. It, make the call. Sure, but that's that's the opportunity thought, that everybody's waiting for, right? I thought he had a, like an MCL or something. It, I thought it, he was done. It, I it thought it was a little cooked. weird. Uh, his leg just kind of bent in that awkward Wentz kind of way. Um, but Aaron Rodgers comes back out and and does Aaron Rodgers things. I fell Amazing. asleep. Right as he hit Geronimo Allison for that like fifty-five yard touchdown yeah. thing of beauty in the air, um, and then he comes back and he and Matt Nagy pulls a Doug Marone and, and doesn't you know put the foot on the gas and they had what two third and ones that they yeah, let up on yeah. And here's the thing, like and Khalil I, I Mack, it was a, it was a good game. I, I'm I'm a little upset I fell asleep towards the end there, but you know work work comes uh, into effect. It's it's crazy because it's not going to be the NFC East, but. The NFC West, and I know that you know, Seattle came out in a little little bump there, but the NFC West, I, I think you can look at two teams coming out definitely. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, then you've got the Vikings and the Packers. Yeah, the Bears looked formidable. Well, that's that what I'm saying. Half. Like Mitch Trubisky looks good, and he did look pretty good in that first half. Yeah, and and again, like it, I don't think that you you know you're going to see. A complete step back and a guy who's going to wilt now. He, he had enough good tape out there to build on, and the defense is clearly there. They have weapons. It would not would it shock you if they won eight nine games this no. year? No, not at all. 
I, you know, maybe we thought the NFC South was... The Falcons uh, are just so bad. Yeah, I, maybe I can't somebody trust takes them. a step back there, and maybe the Bears take a step up. There's always you know one team down, one team up that you didn't didn't really see coming. I don't. I mean, maybe the Redskins are that team up that that we slept on a little bit in the NFC East. Maybe Dallas is the team down we slept on because you know they don't have any offensive weapons outside of Zeke that really really put this the fear in the defense, and and that offensive line is not when with you have uh, Zach Martin out. Um, you know, it's not the offensive line that a lot of pundits just throw at them. Like, oh, top five line in football, top five line. Right. You know, not really. They had the, that dude, uh, the rookie, struggle yesterday. Leo Collins, you know, is is he struggles a little bit. He's not as good as what we once thought. So it, it's interesting. He's got to go back to uh, those practices that he had before he got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a, a DM here from our buddy Big T Will. He said uh, one uh, book in AC says they profited seven hundred seventy three thousand from the weekend. Okay, is that normal or? I have no idea. I'm just curious to see the local uh, the local amount wagered. I, you know, I'm sure in comparison to Vegas, it's not much. No, but it, it is an interesting question. I wonder if uh, Anthony has an in at the trap that he can hit up and I'm sure figure out can. what they did down there. It is an interesting question. I, but to your point, it, it and my response would just be that. It's more tracked now. It's easier to track, yeah. and and you have better numbers and better data. I'm I'm curious it. if it affects ratings at all. In what way? Just more people watching because they now have a wager. You know, like Eagles fans yesterday. It might have been a good day to do some stuff around the house if you're like an Eagles only type of NFL fan. Yeah, see that that's something. So that I'm curious if somebody you know throws a little shekel on Packers Bears and is more apt to to tune into Sunday Night Football. Let me ask you this: How many people do you know? That that have zero, in, and I, when I mean zero, I mean they don't. They don't play. They don't gamble. How Does many that people in your, fantasy? No, that's my point. Is factor both in? How many um, people do you know that don't gamble and don't play fantasy football? And that has to be the same. Those two criteria have small, to small small percentage. And then, then you and then you also have to factor in like they're not a football junkie like Anthony. Yeah, who would just sit there well, and I watch. have some friends that just aren't into sports. So like I guess they count against it. Uh, but actual people that like sports, I don't think it's no, any. No, because the people that aren't into sports aren't going to be drawn by throwing down $100 on the Green Bay Packers. No. Like, they're not going to all of a sudden gamble. But there might be somebody that is a sports fan that, you know, doesn't gamble but now has thrown on a bet just for fun and, and tunes in. Yeah, and I, I, it, I think it might those, be a small percentage. Those people are already sports fans. But what you were saying earlier about the Eagles, like, I don't understand... The, forget gambling. I'm just saying I don't understand the Eagles only person. Like, I, how does that person exist in our audience? And, and let me throw this out oh, there to you. They're out there. Six one zero six three two zero nine seven five. Your phone number. Jamie Lynch. Aton Shander. It is the fanatic at five. Anthony Gargano. Uh, Gargano pardon me. Gargano? Bob Cooney. I was going to say Bob Cooney. It just <laughs> slipped together there. Created a new name for both of them. Anthony and Bob at the top. But the Eagles only person. So. The guy or, or woman who is truly physically and emotionally invested in the Philadelphia Eagles, like we are invested in the Philadelphia Eagles, but won't watch other football. Like that person exists? Yeah. You're telling me that there is a large group or enough of a vocal minority of those people who don't have any interest in gambling and don't have any interest in fantasy football? Because wouldn't both of those or one of those at the very least bring you into yesterday's action? 
Yeah, they, they exist. Look, I, I sat there and I watched the Steelers-Browns game and then the Giants-Panthers game on local TV. Oh, I watched Red Zone for like nine hours. No, I, lo- I localized it yesterday. Oh, and I was also it. here uh, before a, a show last night, so I was watching on our TV here. But the point was that I, I still, my laptop, I did not move away from my computer from 1 o'clock until 8 o'clock at night. Because I was constantly checking on two fantasy teams. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a small percentage that have zero fantasy or gambling interest in the league at all. But those... I, it, and, uh, and those have to be the Eagles-only people you speak of, right? Probably. There's probably a, a big cross-section of that. Do you know any Eagles-only people? I don't. Uh, like you These people it- exist? No, like even my mom watches like Aaron Rodgers and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of wives are. You know what I mean? A lot of wives and girlfriends. There's a good chance they're only Eagles people. Oh, look at you. You sexist kind nah, of already I mean, before 6 a.m. <laughs> you slide just, them in before the parents get in the car. I'm comparing to my wife and, you know, she'll she'll watch like a couple minutes of another game, but she has no real interest in that. She cares about the Eagles, but no real interest in, in the league itself. Does um, she play fantasy? No. And, and I... I I, I regret not getting a family league going with all of our cousins, and, and so maybe next year I'll, I'll, I'll crack her in. Okay, okay. Just curious. I, I am. It's just probably a small percentage, though, to, to our conversation of people that don't have a you know a vested interest. And I wonder if those people exist in our listening audience, not just five a.m. or the morning show, just in general. How many people are like? Because we do suffer at times, maybe more often than not, from isolationism from as a sports fan. Where if our teams aren't in it, we don't pay attention. And I think the NFL would be the last case example, right? Like it's easier to tune out the NHL playoffs or yeah. the NBA playoffs, oh, especially yeah, yeah. baseball playoffs, when your team's not in it. Not you. I mean, you watch everything. Yeah. I'm just saying the average sports fan in Philadelphia. But I feel like the NFL, like really the NFL? Well, maybe. Yeah. maybe. I guess we should talk about the Mortensen report. Yes. Yes. I wanted to read you the stat real quick. Yeah. Best start since 2004 for what team? The Cleveland Browns. Yep. <laughs> oh, one and one. Oh, oh, and one. Oh, oh, and one. Excuse me. Yep. The tie <laughs> is the best start for the Browns <laughs> in 14 years. I mean, they. How 14 do you, years. How do you get that kick blocked there? Here's what I would say, though. Uh, TJ Watt just took the soul out of that. How tall city. is TJ Watt, mind you? Like, uh, he looks like he's seven foot. He looks like he's Andrew Bynum's height. Speaking of which, that guy's mounting a comeback. Did you see this? 6'5", T.J. Watt. Okay. He looks gigantic. Yeah, I saw the Bynum thing. Oh, oh, and one. And let me say this. As part, as just one fan in a sea of Eagles fans who experienced total relief from years and decades of misery, go ahead and celebrate that tie. Celebrate that tie yeah. like it's a win. It's a start. It's a non-loss. Miles My- Garrett's a beast. Jarvis Landry's That front line, man. That yeah. front line's going to cause problems for people. And, they were in um, Ben Roethlisberger's face all day. That rookie Denzel Ward looks like he's going to be a player, too. Yeah, and a couple picks. Overall. Just a ball hawk. Being around there and, and being in the right place at the right time. And here's the thing. Tyrod Taylor is... Tyrod. S- I think it's back to Tyrod. Tyrod. That's what his mother calls him. No, but... People on the broadcast were told that Tyrod told him to tall, call him Tyrod. <laughs> so I'm right, going to go on. Yeah, I'm going to go on that until your boy Al Michaels changes it because he is the Lord and Savior of, of your world. <laughs> until Al Michaels, you're comes obsessed out. with him. 
your your inability What's to criticize Al Michaels. But I think it's I think it's time to see Baker Mayfield. I, I don't Tyrod Taylor outside of that I don't run know, that he, he had. Yeah. I don't, he didn't have a good game. He had a game a game tying touchdown pass to Josh Gordon that took forever to kind of mount up. But there were times in which that offense stalled and he was unable to make some th- like oh. he missed throws. There were there were times in which Cleveland could have been up on Pittsburgh, and I think he missed some throws and his legs worked. Don't get me wrong, and he was able to like he's a that's what I'm saying. He's serviceable. He's not a bad quarterback. But what are you really doing with Tyrod Taylor long term this year? Isn't it like a, a lesser example of Buffalo and Arizona? Well, I mean, if you're able to win seven, eight games out there, isn't that the equivalent of a Super Bowl? I think you could win six or seven games with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, we'll see. Let's get Eddie up here on the Fanatic. Eddie. What's up, fellas? How are you? What's up, Eddie? Did you guys see that Browns game? I mean, yeah. they, they, they had a shot at the end, too. I yeah. thought pick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, you can't get a field goal blocked in that situation. <laughs> oh, only in Cleveland, but... You know, I'm watching the the other teams, the Cowboys, the Skins, the, the Giants, and the, I can't wait to hear Skip Bayless defend the Cowboys today and Dak Prescott. If he even utters that Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz, he, he needs to be off of television. It's an absolute joke. Why are you even watching him in the first place? I'm just saying, listen, <laughs> I, I it's one of those, like, it's an accident. Like, you you got to look, but you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. well hold on. I, I was told via song that no one likes us and we don't care. Mm. Well, you know, I just think ultimately watching what I saw yesterday. Now, it's the first week of the season. Cowboys I that, are awful, Eddie. Just saying. They, they suck. <laughs> this division. I mean, this they played the Cardinals and all, but they actually looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah they did. Uh, AP, I'll tell you what. He man, looks, he looks I, I all right. He looks really good. AP, yeah. But. Uh, I, I mean, next week one of the Giants and uh, Cowboys are going to be zero and two, Eddie. Oh, dude, that's going that that game on Sunday Night Football. Oh, you're talking about two teams. Oh, horrible, horrible matchup. Yeah, that's a bad early season matchup it, for them. It's, but ratings wise, you get New York and Dallas, like the yeah. two biggest markets. So ultimately, but yeah, as far as you're talking about, like the the people, like the casual fans, I guess you would say. I guess you would call yeah, them. the Eagles yeah. only fan. Like, do they exist? Yeah, Jamie thinks they do. I just got a tweet from a guy named Carmen. He said, I'm a big sportser fan, 4 for 4 guy. I don't gamble or play fantasy. I just like watching, that's all. Watching what? Just the Eagles and Eddie, we appreciate the call. I I don't understand how that's possible. Well, he just likes, I think he's the non-gambler fantasy guy. No, but my point is... He's a fan of the league. Okay, but that's my point, is that he's still watching football outside. Like, he was watching yesterday, right? Yeah, I'm sure he was. That's so the Eagles only fan doesn't watch yesterday. Well, does the honeymoon? Maybe dudes. opening weekends are, are a little different. Well, okay, but let's just look at this long term. Like, use it as a bigger, expanded example. You go. It's week six, and the Eagles only fan is fixing the car and mowing the lawn, as opposed to watching the Giants Cowboys at four o'clock in Dallas. Yeah, those people exist. How? How does this person exist in Philadelphia? Listen, I, I hate to localize this, but in Philadelphia, how do you exist that way? Yeah, well, they're out there. I'm telling you. Eddie doesn't think so. And we'll hit this Chris Mortensen thing on yeah, the other side. I wanted to spend some more time on this and not a just huge, rush it. It's uh, a huge week because, according to him, you know, maybe there's a chance. Hey, 5 a.m. hours brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to cargurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S.com. Do you know when I do this? Next. 
Right now? Next. Okay. 540. Okay. Well, it's, it's good so. to know that. All right. It's the uh, Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Back to school economics from Staples. Today's lesson, get more, spend less. Staples has the top brands for back to school at low prices. So you get everything on your list without spending everything in your wallet. Economics made simple. And now, Staples One Subject Notebooks are 25 cents. And a Staples Comp Book and a 24-pack of Crayola crayons are only 50 cents each. Get an A in back to school today at your local Staples. The back to school specialty store. While supplies last. Offer ends 9818. In-store only. Limit 30. Pay off credit card debt with a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Life can add up quickly. Like when your youngest needed braces the same week as your oldest tuition was due. And then you got hit with a vet bill for the real baby of the family. Debt happens. It's how you get out that counts. Get a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Fixed interest rates, monthly payment options, and no fees ever. Learn more at Marcus.com. While green, thick grass is more important than just the looks, the more grass you have, the less weeds you have. Now, my guys in Natural Lawn are scientists that can explain exactly how it works. I'm not, but they tell me it's simple. So hire my guys in Natural Lawn of America. That's my lawn care company. In the fall, it's important to set the table to get your lawn ready for not only the spring, but it'll help for the rest of the year. So aeration and seeding are essential. Now, whether you live in PA or New Jersey, Natural Lawn's aeration and seeding service will help restore your lawn's health and beauty. The products are organic-based, the techs are the best in the business, and they've been helping my lawn grow at its best for many years. And I continue to recommend them because it works. You got to call Natural Lawn of America for their limited time offer today. Schedule Natural Lawn's full service program and they will seed your lawn free of charge. Now, I just told you how important seeding is. It's free. Call 800-FREE-SEED. That's 800-FREE-SEED. It's my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Something big just dropped at McDonald's. In fact, it's so big, we think it's worthy of a beat drop. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's, featuring an all-time greatest hits lineup. The Big Mac, filet of fish 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and the classic chicken sandwich. Choose any two favorites for just 5 bucks. There you have it. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's has officially dropped. Participate in McDonald's. Limited time offer, single item at regular price. Back to school basics from Staples. Today's lesson, ancient history. Staples has your back to school essentials in stock and always at low prices. And when everything you need for school is guaranteed to be in stock, that back to school list quickly becomes, you guessed it, ancient history. Get your degree in back to school shopping today at your local Staples, the back to school specialty store, where everything you need for school is in stock, guaranteed. In store only. Ends 9-22-18. Exclusions apply. See staples.com slash back to school in stock for details. State Farm, this is Bill. Finally got me, Bill. What's that, Rick? The Clark Street Crater, the mother of all potholes. Oh. Yeah, year after rim-wrecking year, it's tormented the people of this town. They try to fill it, but it always returns. It got me good. But you know, State Farm's got you, too. You hear that? You ain't nothing! You trash-talking a pothole? Yes. Yes, I am. Go with the one that's here to help life go right. State Farm. Talk to an agent today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pay off credit card debt with a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. When you have a family, life adds up. A new semester of school, a new season on the team, and new goalie pads to go with it. Now your youngest wants to learn an instrument. And of course, she didn't pick the harmonica. Debt happens. It's how you get out that counts. Get a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Fixed interest rates and no fees, ever. Learn more at Marcus.com. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag sales event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. 975 the fanatic now live, live live on your iPhone anywhere in the world that you have a 3G connection search 975 the fanatic in the Apple iTunes store and listen in All right, Steve Fanatic at five alongside Jamie Lynch, Aton Shander, and the Chris Mortensen report. And this is why Doug Peterson has to understand that until the team comes out and says something definitive, there's always going to be questions and there's always going to be poking and prodding regarding Carson Wentz. So, I think he'll handle it differently this time. Yeah, I don't think he'll be as emotional, but he, my point is, is that he can't be upset even internally and be frustrated internally about questions that are coming out, especially when these guys are getting stuff. It's not like the quote you're about to read from Chris Mortensen was just made up. No, no. Uh, it's you know, it's not like Darren Ravel tweeted it out. <laughs> he loved Darren Ravel. What do you got? All right, so according to Chris Mortensen, I, I think this was Sunday morning, there is much more optimism that prevails than pessimism. He hasn't been ruled out for week two, but he hasn't been cleared. I think the organizational sources I've spoken with say they would be surprised if they wouldn't be surprised if he's ready for week three. Now, Wentz gave the Eagles an aggressive defense and a great scout team look, playing the role of Matt Ryan on the scout team. He got bumped around. He got stepped on. His GPS data is trending toward playing sooner than later. The key final piece of the data is can he protect himself? He has reached that threshold in being able to protect himself. So sooner than later on Carson Wentz. Uh, so when I hear that, I think... I hear Indy. Yeah, I, I no longer am concerned that the Vikings are going to be his first game back. But I don't know how people can look at that and think he's actually going to play Sunday against the Bucks. He hasn't been cleared by doctors yet. No, I think... He hasn't I, been cleared for contact. Yeah, I think the next step in all of this is getting cleared for contact and then he participates uh, in practice. So I don't think until he's cleared for practice, I don't think anything anything matters. No, which is, again, these little pieces of information that come out with it's like filler 70 percent of it is filler speculation and then 30 percent of it is actual some meat and you have to do some work to strip away the filler to get to the meat and that report indicates to me of any certainty that Carson Wentz is going to be back before like the Titans would be the absolute latest game that I think you're going to see Carson based off that report yeah if you trust Mortensen and and he's been pretty pretty good. Yeah, I don't have I any think, reason not to. Yeah, I think he's been pretty good as far as Eagles news. 
Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think an indie could happen, and, and you know, possibly Tennessee worst case scenario. So that puts even more pressure on this offense to get it right because before you go into yesterday's action, you think, all right, well, on paper, the Falcons are the best team that this Eagles team is going to go up against, and if they can survive against Atlanta, they should be able to survive against the Colts especially the Colts, and they should be able to survive against the Bucks as well. But that changes because the deep, forget even the Bucks defense for a second, you're going to have to worry about that offense that outshot the Saints offense. And what I've been telling you, man, about Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was his career best game, though. It's not like you expect that every week. He's got more career touchdowns I'll than take, some notable I'll, guys out there. I'll take Nick Foles over him. No way! I just said, no. I just, just, I just said no that way. to trigger you. The career, no, but I probably of, would. The career of Ryan Fitzpatrick nah. versus the career of Nick Foles. It's not even close. I, I don't care about career. Well, that's the body of work you'd have Ryan to. Ryan Fitzpatrick's at. been a starter longer, so he's got better numbers because he's a better quarterback. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Based off of what twenty-seven and two, twenty-seven the, and two NFC Championship game, Super Bowl. Yeah, a guy had played with a better, ten times a better team than Ryan Fitzpatrick has ever played. This is the first time that Fitzpatrick had weapons. Foles has had weapons before, and it looked bad, a la you Thursday night. You love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'd take you, Fitzpatrick You're all Fitz magic up. I'll take him over Foles every day. Shit, Foles, I'd trade for Learn, Fitzpatrick right now. Learn something new about you all the time. You know, come on. You're a snowboarding Ryan Fitzpatrick loving sports Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Sign me up. That Bucks game is not going to be easy. It's, it's in not going to be Bay. easy, but... And I, mean, I don't. I don't expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to do that again. You know, we're not the Saints secondary. We're not going to let Deshaun Jackson run wild for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Why he did that in Washington? Not, versus us? Yeah. I mean, well, I guess he had a couple good games. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. We have one of the best secondaries and smartest secondaries in football. That that doesn't get enough credit. We have a defensive line that the Saints do not have. Uh, they're not going to have that same or the Saints, the the Bucks. You know. It, no, I'm not. I'm not sweating. Ryan Fitzpatrick dropping 48 points on the Eagles. Well, those weapons are going away. If he scores away. more than 24, I'll be amazed. They've got two receivers they can throw to a Chris tight Godwin end. Chris Godwin looks well. like he, he could be uh, prime for a nice year too. Yeah, and combined with Evans, who's just going to be a monster. They've nah. got two running backs they can go to. The Eagles will keep him in check. I'm, uh, not, I'm not worried. The Saints defense, I, I think. If you if you were worried little, with Jameis Winston, I don't know how you can't be more worried. I wasn't now. really worried with Jameis Winston. He's got to go. That's if, another thing. If too. Fitzpatrick, if if he does the miracle and plays really well against the Eagles, they might have a really tough decision down there on their hands. They don't even need to win that game if Fitzpatrick doesn't like actually suck. Is is Jameis? I'm trying to think. On his is still on his rookie deal, or yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, this so is, they they have no real financial liability or you know responsibility to to lean on him. If boy, think about this. Look, just look about this for a second. Look at the quarterback situation that you have for some of these young guys. Like Marcus Mariota is is in the process of falling off the face of the earth, and he hurt his wrist yesterday. Too. Yeah, he got hurt, and and that's another problem is that injuries seem to hover around him. Jameis Winston. It's been Wally pipped. I can't imagine. Listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick's not going to put a 48 every game, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is good enough to keep that ship afloat. They may go 2-1 and one in his three-game suspension that he's serving, and that should be enough to keep Jameis on the bench. So, And look real, at Dak Prescott, who everybody had a, a conversation about. Remember, Dak or Carson, Dak or Carson, and Dak is falling off the face of the earth as well. Uh, so real quick, Jameis Winston, if the Bucks are going to make a move, it's going to be after this year. 
he signed a four-year, $25 million contract, uh, fully guaranteed. That's his rookie deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 2018, he's making $705,000 uh, plus a $3 million roster bonus. Next year, he makes twenty point nine two two. And yeah, then he's that's a free agent. That's when things, and they can also after this year, you, like with Mariota, you can have the opportunity, and, and Carson is going to happen. You will you have the opportunity to re-sign these guys. So, so uh, yeah, they passed on Winston. Your boy could steal a job down there. That's the thing. Like they passed on that extension with Winston. Yeah, and so and your now it's magic. Well, it could just maybe they think Foles is better. Maybe that opens things up for a trade. You're all fits magic up. Would you take a, a second round pick from the Bucks if they get passed on Winston and yeah, thought Foles is better than Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I probably would. Of course you would. You'll trade anybody. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. How you look at this. So the NFC East right now, if you want to look at what happened again, just to recap, the Chicago Bears Sunday night football, a quick edge. Green Bay Packers come back. Aaron Rodgers beats the Bears after coming back from injury. And that team looks good. Chicago looks good. That's another team you're going to have to deal with. Do you think John Graham torching himself last night and watched that first half from Khalil Mack? He was the first player in NFL history, I think, in a half to have... A fumble recovery, a touchdown, uh, a tackle for loss, a sack, and something else. Uh, what, did he have another fumble cause or something? He didn't have a pick, no. It was two fumbles, one recovered, one touchdown, one sack, one tackle for loss, or something like that. It was pretty absurd first half. John Gruden had to be sitting there going, what the hell did I do? Yeah, I love it. I don't know what I would rather watch yesterday. The live broadcast, like the in-house broadcast of John Gruden <laughs> watching Sunday Night Football. And by the way, I think he gets his doors blown off tonight by the Rams. Yeah, I, I, th- that game's not going to be close. Or the other thing, what I would be dying to watch and actually would pay to watch, and if they were smart, they would do it together. You got a sneeze, so just hold on a second. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? All this Ryan Fitzpatrick talks. Look at the light, man. That's the trick. If you look directly at a light when you have to sneeze, it brings it out of you. So you don't have to sneeze that bad. Yeah, I did. And now that I looked at the light, I don't now have to. we're talking about it. Yeah, it's gone. See? I, I love sneezing. I would have rather got that feeling out of my body than You've never heard of the look at the light trick? I just looked at the light. It didn't work. Now I got blotches in my eyes. I think it, you tricked nah, me. Nah, when you, <laughs> you got to sneeze, you look at the light and it triggers it. The other thing I would have paid to see, and if they were really smart, they would have set this up on pay-per-view or Paramount or one of these networks, Netflix. Dan Bailey and Des Bryant sitting together on a couch, reacting to every single poor, bad decision and execution by the Cowboys. How great would it be? Did you not watch and see Des Bryant tweeting the whole time? Yeah, he he was he had tweeting, a couple strong ones, and Le'Veon Bell was tweeting too. The two players removed from from teams were, were not shy on Twitter yesterday. Le'Veon did the the thinking emoji. Yeah, he right? did the thinking. Yes, but as far as De- Des was pretty Des, outspoken. Des straight out called out Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator. Yeah, it was great. Uh, he was he was going for the jugular last night. It was it, it was actually pretty entertaining. And he last t- thing in all caps, Dan Bailey with six exclamation points and the crying emoji. <laughs> and he he at one point tweeted, you know, I'm still looking for the right opportunity. And he named two teams. One of them was was the Redskins, and one of them was the Patriots. Where he, you see where he both? said he would be respected and, and, and would feel like he's a fit. Yeah, I, I saw that where he's, I actually see the thing. I'd rather go somewhere I can showcase my skills for real. If I line up next to Gronk, Hogan, Edelman, I'm sure getting a one-on-one matchup. Plus, I won't be getting criticized, controlled for expressing my love for the game. Washington is cool as well. <laughs> now, I agree with his thoughts and sentiments on... 
the, the New England Patriots, I don't know if he's a, familiar with how much of a forest fire, forget dumpster fire, but a forest fire working for Dan Snyder is. Down well, there. I don't. Uh, Dan well, Snyder would be the guy that pay, that overpaid. You know, everybody. Boy, that would be. And he does. If, and Des does want to get to the NFC East. Remember how much he talked about it when he first got released? Yeah, he wants to stick it to the Cowboys. Yeah, so I can see why he'd want to be there. Oh, I, I don't want to deal with Des. Yeah, he's. To- I mean, he's for the most part toast. I do think he can help somebody in a in a minor role. That team he can help though. That's that's the team that could use help at that position enough to where it, it could just bring them to where they're actually legit. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I am curious where he ends up. 610-632-0975. Jamie Lynch, Aton Shander. It is the Fanatic at 5. And now is the time, right, to tell everybody about starting your morning the right way with Action News. You need to. They have the best morning news program in the Delaware Valley. From 4.30 in the morning to 7 a.m., you can catch the latest news, weather, traffic, sports, and more at Action News' fabulous traffic reporter, Karen Rogers. Now... Not only does Karen save you time in the morning with her traffic reports, but she also played classical piano as a child and even performed on the piano in the Miss New Jersey pageant. She loves her big family. Who doesn't? Karen has 25 nieces. Wow. And nephews. Karen was born and raised in South Jersey with her nine brothers and sisters. She grew up watching Action News but never imagined being on the station. In 1996, she joined the station as a producer and reporter. It's no surprise that Karen and the rest of the team are the best of the best. You can catch Karen and the entire Action News team weekdays, 4.30 to 7 a.m. on 6ABC. And starting next week, they add an extra half hour just for the early birds. They'll be getting started at 4 a.m. So start your mornings the right way with Karen Rogers weekdays on Action News. This is Jason Martinez, and let me tell you about my friends at Bank of America. We all struggle with the major financial questions. Do I have enough saved for retirement? Have I put enough money away for my children's education? Can I afford a new home? These are really hard questions that require serious answers. Whether you have questions about saving, spending, or anything in between, Bank of America's experienced financial specialists are here for you, proudly serving Philadelphia. Schedule an appointment today at bankofamerica.com backslash conversation. Commence Exxon and Mobile field test. Scientist observes Subject B at station. Subject B earns Exxon and Mobile rewards plus points, points she can use to save on gas, coffee, car washes, and more. Subject B should share the wealth and buy me a coffee. Subject B looks like she's leaving. Subject B hasn't purchased me anything yet. Subject B has left. Hmm. Conclusion. Exxon and Mobile rewards plus makes refueling rewarding and Subject B owes me a coffee. Perhaps a donut. Sign up today at ExxonMobileRewardsPlus.com. Terms and conditions apply. Available at participating Exxon or mobile branded locations. I'm Brian from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Two guys? You came with just two guys? All you have to do is point. It took six men to get that in here. What? But all I... All you have to do is point, sir. What's going on in here? Hey, where's the... I, I, I just pointed at it, and it, it, it... But it took six men to get that in here. Is there any chance you could also get... <laughs> it's like magic. 1-800-GAD-JUNK is the world's largest full-service junk removal company. We are happy helpers in snappy uniforms. And we drive clean, shiny trucks. Clean and shiny and happy is what we're all about. We're happy to crawl through your attic. We're happy to dig through your basement. We make junk disappear anytime, anywhere. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. 
It's the Can-Am Spider Yellow Tag Sales Event at your local BRP dealer. With its unique Y-frame design, two wheels in front and one in back, Can-Am Spider gives you the confidence to fully embrace the exhilaration of open-air riding. So get a Can-Am Spider during the Yellow Tag Sales Event and get up to a $5,500 rebate on select 2018 models. Visit your local BRP dealer today. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. Paying more for paint doesn't make it better paint. It just makes it more expensive. The Home Depot carries some of the highest quality paint brands in America. But you'd never know it by the price. Like top-rated Bear Premium Plus, starting at only $26.98 a gallon. Look around. You can always find a higher price. But you won't find better paint. Quality paint. Lower price. Now with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Only at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Something big just dropped at McDonald's. In fact, it's so big, we think it's worthy of a beat drop. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's. Featuring an all-time greatest hits lineup. The Big Mac, filet of fish 10-piece chicken McNuggets, and the classic chicken sandwich. Choose any two favorites for just 5 bucks. There you have it. The two for $5 mix and match deal at McDonald's has officially dropped. At participate in McDonald's. Limited time offer, single item at regular price. Pay off credit card debt with a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. When you have a family, life adds up. A new semester of school, a new season on the team, and new goalie pads to go with it. Now your youngest wants to learn an instrument. And of course, she didn't pick the harmonica. Debt happens. It's how you get out that counts. Get a personal loan from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Fixed interest rates and no fees, ever. Learn more at Marcus.com. Want to listen to 97.5 The Fanatic on your iPhone or Droid? Make sure you upgrade and install our new apps today. Just log on to the app marketplace, search 97.5 The Fanatic, and click upgrade. Get more details at 97.5TheFanatic.com. Fanatic at 5, alongside Jamie Lynch, Aton Chandler. So just to recap, Chris Mortensen with a report about Carson Wentz heading into Tampa. Do you have the quote again? You want to reread that? Yeah, sure. I, if I had to bet money, I would bet that indie game. All right, so here's Chris Mortensen. There's so much more optimism that prevails than pessimism. He hasn't been ruled out yet for week two, but he hasn't been cleared. I think the organizational sources I've spoken with say they wouldn't be surprised if he's ready for week three. Now Wentz gave the Eagles an aggressive defense, or he gave the Eagles aggressive defense, a great scout team look, playing the role of Matt Ryan on the scout team. He got bumped around, he got stepped on. His GPS data is trending toward playing sooner than later. The final key piece of data is can he protect himself? He has reached that threshold in being able to protect himself. So sooner than later on Carson Wentz. Sooner than later to me means not week five, not no. by week. I, I would, you know, these report, and, and that's another thing too, is I, I think that what happens is real quick. What happens is you get these belligerent reports that come out that Carson Wentz could be out by the bye week and that it could be a 10 week thing that's going on, you know, two and a half months. So I think the team is like, all right, we need to back that down. 
We can't come out and definitively say that he's going to start week two. He still hasn't been cleared, yeah. but we know that there's a tighter window than week 10 and week 11 that you're going to see Carson Wentz. So I think that's why a report like that comes out more so than not, which is just to straighten things out a little bit without actually being overt and saying this is what's happening. Yeah, I would I would, I would put a nice wager on the indie game uh, that he returns. And Indy yesterday... Uh, Andrew Luck looks good, but the that team was a pretty, sucks. Yeah, that was a pretty good game. But, yeah, the Colts do suck. Boy, Ryan Grigson just completely destroyed that team. Did you see, he? he you know Pat McAfee, the, the former player yeah, yeah. that left for Barstool Sports? He's out and, on Barstool now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing his own thing. Um, but he had a story last week about Ryan Grigson, and basically that was why he left football, was because Ryan Grigson tried to sue him, or not sue him, fine him for an Instagram post in the team facility that went against, like, Protocol or yeah, and 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 McAfee was like, "I'm the top punter in the league. I'm an All Pro. I'm making no money, and, right. and and you're trying to break my balls over an Instagram post. Like, like what? I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I don't blame that guy. Yeah, well, if you, it's easy when you have financial stability to do that. Trust but. me, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ryan Grigson, uh not not well liked out in Indianapolis. I don't think. No, and and he destroyed any hopes of building around Andrew Luck. And it's just when you see that these, team is set back now a couple of years. Like, when you see these teams with these great quarterbacks and no offensive line, it's just like well, even, they wasted the Packers it. last night. They they were brutal in the first half, and and the luck in luck in Indy, you've seen it, and and there's plenty of you know examples of it. And it's just like, what are you doing? And that's why I respect Howie so much. Like, Well, that's why I respect the Bears and, and the Rams. Is there are teams out there that are doing it like the Eagles did. And, you know, that's why you love that trade for Khalil Mack from Chicago standpoint, right? Because they're putting all their chips in a guy in Trubisky that they're putting out and playing as opposed to... And weapons around him on offense, right? From... Yeah. Um, who is it? Hearns that I'm forgetting? Alan Hearns in, in Dallas? Who are you talking no, about? No, no, no. The, the wide receiver that they brought in. That, the Bears? Yeah, that I'm forgetting. It's it's fine. Trey Burton is the tight end that they brought in as well. But the point is, is that you're building around. And if you can't do that successfully, you're wasting years. Like they're way Andrew Luck's career so far has been wasted. At thrown and I say wasted. Oh, Alan, be, Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson part you're talking about, the former Penn State dude. Correct. They've been wasted. In Indianapolis. And thank goodness, whatever God you pray to, that we haven't had to go through that here in Philadelphia because of Howie Roseman, Joe Douglas, because of their ability to see. All right, there's a there's a simple blueprint. It's just how you for it's just how you follow it. Yeah. Seattle laid it out. You have you identify a young quarterback that is franchise worthy, you build around him right away, spend money, and go out there and compete. Eagles did it. Rams are doing it. It just gets tough. Bears are doing it. Well, the three teams that you just mentioned all have quarterbacks on rookie deals. That's so my point, though. It's you, a lot you easier to, to yes. build the team. Andrew so it, Luck's been wasted. Like, look yeah. at the Steelers. You honestly think the Steelers are ever going to win another Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger? I don't. Uh, probably not, but uh, I can't rule it out. Well, I, I mean, he's he's a guy who routinely is playing hurt. He's one of the better quarterbacks when healthy, but even still... You always have that asterisk around him. And that team finds a way to lose in the playoffs no matter what. There's an excuse. There's a circumstance. There's always something centered around it. Everybody's all nervous about losing Le'Veon Bell. Uh, who wins a Super Outside of Kurt Warner, it's been 10 years since Roethlisberger's won a Super Bowl. 
Yeah, but they're always right there. They just have that. That's dumb. my point, though, is, is that they're the rich man's version of purgatory, like with Stafford wow. and what Romo was. I'd rather be them than a lot of other teams in the league. But I would rather be the Rams. I'd rather be the Bears right now. I'd rather be. I'd rather have promise and future in a rookie deal, knowing that I can build around that being than being stuck about to lose a franchise running back. Yeah, he. That's uh, my point. Le'Veon lost some hand yesterday. That's for sure. He's got. He's going to have to sign that and shut up unless he's actually you know willing to sit out the entire year and say no to fourteen million dollars. It's just. I appreciate what he's doing, him and Khalil Mack holding out and trying to, you know, reset their markets because the NFLPA certainly doesn't have their backs uh, when it came to the previous negotiations. But, well, yeah, I mean, Bell has been he's, he's, physically abused by that team on, on no money. He just got stripped. Yeah, no, and when he sees Gurley and David Johnson and these dudes getting caught, con- he has every right in the world to do what he's doing, but he just lost a lot of hand yesterday. Because of Connor? Yeah. Let's 140 get yards and two touchdowns. Oof. And that haircut. I love it. Let's get Don up on the <laughs> finale. Would. What's up, Don? Hey, it's uh, John, South Jersey. What's hey, up, John? John? I was just curious uh, what you guys thought of the Niners-Vikings game yesterday with, you know, Garoppolo being undefeated so far and then how Cousins looked and the Vikings defense. Vikings defense is real deal. Uh, Cousins look good, too. Yeah, and Jimmy G. I mean, it was a good game. He had a chance. He had a chance to win it down the stretch, still even, and and wasn't able to pull it off. I think maybe just you know maybe a little bit of just uh, chemistry issues with the new team. Um, but I think Minnesota's defense is is real deal again. They'll be a top three defense probably. All right, uh, and as far as Harrison Smith, would you where, where would you put him in your as your in the safety category? rankings? Uh, yeah. he's got to be. Got to be top three, I would think. Um, yeah, he's probably trying to think of it. And thanks for the call, yeah, John. I don't, I don't know I'm trying to think uh, other guys come to mind. Say, I mean, Earl Thomas had a big pick yesterday. He's still playing at a high level. Um, yeah, Harrison Smith's definitely a top two or three safety in the league. Okay. <laughs> you didn't didn't expect we were going to get a Harrison Smith call at 5.52 in the morning? Nah, listen, uh, we're, we're open to everything going on right now <laughs> in, in the world no, of he's sports. A, he's a good player. He's from Augusta, Georgia. Really? How about that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Are you going out to the BMW today? We were going to, but apparently it's it's they're just pushing all the water off the course. And rightfully so, but apparently the spectators uh, are standing in uh, ankle-high mud. Let so me ask I wanted you. to go, but we'll see. Game time decision. I'm going to poll this. Over the last two days, did you watch any other sport outside of football? I did not. Uh, I did not either. Yesterday was the first time I didn't watch or think about the Phillies all season long. That's it. I didn't think about them. Yesterday is the first. Saturday day? I was checking the the you know the game cast and the the score. Okay. Uh, but yesterday I didn't even think about putting the Phillies on. I didn't even check a score. <clears throat> is that time to break? <clears throat> you have a you have a you have a cough. He's doing the Andy Andy Reid. We got a break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the I, I called them, the, the, but they're not dead yet. That's the thing. The Braves, the Braves stink. They won yesterday. They're five games out. Is it five now? I thought yeah. it was four. All right. You happy? You happy that uh, you're? Hey you're man, still they took it, they took us to football. I would have made a call. All right, you you called it two months ago. Well, I technically I called it day one. 
that you were that you were wasting your time watching this baseball team. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah, they, they took us to football. It was uh, nice. Next year, big year. Yeah. Nice, nice bridge. When Bryce Harper's playing right field. That's right. Those were a nice two months. <laughs> All right, Anthony and Bob. Devils! He's the devil! <laughs> Anthony and Bob right now. Thanks to Dylan producing the show. Good job, young man. I guess we'll have you back. It's the Fanatic at Five.